and welcome to On the Road to Fast Lane. I'm Christy and I'm joined by my brother David. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before, we talk about WWE pay per views and their fallouts. I guess what makes ours a little unique is we're still relatively new to wrestling. Um, it's been almost a year now since I started watching regularly, so... Yeah, almost. We're getting to be slightly <laughs> more knowledgeable, I think. Yeah, at least more knowledgeable about the ins and outs of kayfabe and how that works. Maybe. I don't know. I still don't... <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, apologies for this one being even later than the last one been really busy at work lately and so trying to balance work and still do my podcast because I like doing it and I enjoy it so (laughs) this one's going to be we're going to try to keep this one short and sweet hopefully (laughs) so getting right into it with the Fastlane kickoff show I feel like this one had a lot more promos than more recent ones Usually it's just like a lot of talking. Yeah, heads. a lot of camp commentary. Yeah, a lot of commentary. But this had, I don't know, this one I think had a lot of good mix in to keep it interesting and not just reiterating what we've been watching the past month <laughs> yeah. on Raw and SmackDown. But like at one point, the Iconics interrupt when they start talking about the women's tag team titles. And I just really enjoy the Iconics. They're fun mm-hmm. and goofy and... I enjoy fun and goofy in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then there's like a weird interview promo thing. It started out as an interview with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville about Mandy Rose's match with Asuka that night. And like that was okay. But then EC3 showed up kind of randomly and actually spoke and was, I don't know, just made it super weird and awkward. <laughs> yeah. And creepy, and I don't know. I don't know his deal. I what little I have seen of NXT, he was not on it, so I I just don't know really anything about him. No, not at all. But Sonya was basically like, get to step in, go away, shoo. <laughs> and thankfully he did. <laughs> and then I think they showed backstage. Carmella was having a petition, passing it around for r-truth to get a rematch for his united states championship title and of mm. course zelena vega pops up you know smack talking and they kind of get into it and then samoa joe comes out of nowhere well not out of nowhere they're backstage yeah. i'm pretty sure they're <laughs> in the makeup area but he comes up and he's like you know what i don't really care who i wrestle i'll wrestle any of them and so he like signs the petition but then it's announced that it's a, gonna be a fatal four-way match for the United States Championship during the pay-per-view, <laughs> which was not previously announced. That was a no. sudden thing. I yeah. think originally they had it slated for Rey Mysterio and Andrade to have a match in the kickoff. Mm-hmm. But then I guess because they ended up having a fatal four-way, they didn't wrestle in the kickoff because they were in the fatal four-way. Yeah. And then at one point, AJ sits at the commentary table, and of course, you know, he mentions, like, Kofi's been cheated, and he deserves his opportunity, but then, I don't know, AJ and Randy Orton have been having kind of a thing lately, and of course, they're like, well, AJ, what are you going to do about Randy Orton? 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I'll deal with Randy Orton when he needs to be dealt with, <laughs> which we see later that he's true on his word. <laughs> yeah, true to his word. And of course, we get Kevin Owens' interview. And, you know, he's tired of Daniel Bryan just like everybody else. And he's going <laughs> to, oh, excuse me, the new Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll shut him up for everybody. And again, he also says Kofi's been cheated. But then the New Day interrupts his interview. And it's kind of tense. And then, But then Kofi's like, you know what? I'm not mad at you. It's not your fault, basically, in so many words. And then they shake hands. And then some little PA backstage <laughs> person comes up to Kofi. He's like, Mr. McMahon wants to talk to you in their dressing room about the WWE title match. And it's like, oh, yay. (laughs) But then we found out later, not really yay. Yeah. But anyways, we'll get to that. Because then the actual kickoff show match, it was the only one in the kickoff, was Shinsuke and Rusev versus two members of the New Day, Xavier Woods and Big E. Apparently, Lana and Rusev decided to get matching haircuts. Well, not matching haircuts. That would be really creepy. That would be too much. But they both got haircuts. And Lana's still wearing her boot for some reason. Not sure why. I don't even know how she does it. Wearing a boot and a heel. I don't know. Kudos to her, I guess. Because I wouldn't be able to do it. But, I mean, that was a really good match. They're all super good wrestlers. And yeah. fun to watch most of the time. When they're not... Some of them aren't being poo-poos. <laughs> Rusev. But yeah, Woods and Shinsuke started. And Xavier got in a missile dropkick on Rusev. But then, of course, Lana interferes and pulls Xavier off the top rope. And he gets hurt a little bit. But then Big E saves him of an accolade. Accolade. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I can never get that one right. I don't know why. <laughs> But then Biggie and Xavier double team and they get in on up, up, down, down. Is that what they call it? Yeah. It's a little confusing because that's also the, his, <laughs> his YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's why it's the name of the YouTube channel, I guess. Yeah. I would assume. But they get that in for the win. So yay, New Day wins. So it's a good start to a pay-per-view. New Day winning. <laughs> Hooray. Yay. But weirdly, again, in the middle of the kickoff match, they do like a backstage promo interview thing. Yeah. It's like The Miz and I think Shane's there. I can't remember. And The Miz's dad, because The Miz's dad is there because they're in Cleveland. The yeah. Miz's hometown, apparently. <laughs> and, I don't know, The Miz's dad says something like, oh, well, you know, just get the win, get the championships back, titles back. And it's like, oh, that's a little awkward. <laughs> yeah. Because The Miz is just like, yeah, Dad, I'm so glad you're here. I love you. And his dad's just like, oh, just get the titles back. <laughs> it's like... Wolf. But that was the kickoff, actual kickoff show. It was, it was it was a good, pretty decent kickoff show. A lot of good content, story development. Yeah, and they usually don't do any, so. Yeah, <laughs> right? So then we get to the actual Fastlane pay-per-view, and it starts off with for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship between the Usos and Mick Miz. I don't know what they were called calling themselves she met me in the Miz the greatest tag team in the world yeah co-besties <laughs> former co-besties yeah. apparently that was a good match though yeah that was a good match that was a really good match this time the Miz ripped his own shirt to reveal <laughs> another shirt underneath a special shirt just for Cleveland yeah Cleveland is awesome t-shirt and it was like orange and brown I'm assuming for the Cleveland Browns yeah 
which who came up with that color scheme like orange and brown let's <laughs> let's i don't see how that makes people be like yeah i want to support that team <laughs> anywho <laughs> shane and jimmy uso start the match and it looks like shane and the miz have good chemistry as a tag team yeah it appeared that way <laughs> And at one point, The Miz jumped off the top rope onto Jimmy and Jay. And he has a look at his dad, you know, because his dad's like ringside. Well, not ringside, but, you know, first row. He's first row. (laughs) Right. But dang, Shane distracting the ref with his hurtfulness, like, really cost them the match. Because, like, The Miz had, yeah, The Miz was pinning Jimmy for, like, freaking two minutes while the ref (laughs) was checking on Shane. So, really, Shane only has himself to blame. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's true. So, but then, of course, you know, it's not a pay-per-view unless Shane McMahon jumps off something. <laughs> no, it's not. And then, apparently, it's also not pay-per-view Lusos don't jump off something. So, Shane and Jimmy collide in midair. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, ow. Yeah, exciting, but also the ouch. Yeah, super, because I was like, oh my, because I didn't know they were going to, I don't know, I didn't know what was going <laughs> to well, I didn't know if they were gonna go. Well, actually, I was I was mostly scared because you know Shane does coast to coast, mm-hmm. and then I don't know Jimmy just I don't know he just jumps everywhere, and so I didn't know if they were gonna be like near the ropes, like toward the outside of the ring, or like thankfully they were jumping towards the inside of the ring. Yeah, because I was scared like I don't know somebody was just gonna fall into the crowd or something actually. <laughs> So that's why I was like super nervous. I was like, what are they doing? Hey. And so, of course, people are laid out because of that. And Miz goes to the top rope again, which is something he doesn't normally do. No. But his dad was like, tell him, he's like, go to the top, go to the top. <laughs> and so, like, he goes to the top, like a good boy. Yeah. And he goes for a splash. Frog splash. Frog splash. <laughs> but they get their knees up and so he gets hurt and rolled up and pinned and so the Usos win and retain which like I'm a little surprised but then after what happens it's like okay yeah cause you know at first it seems like everything's okay between Miz and Shane they kinda Mm. like pay each other back and you know help each other out of the ring and Miz goes and hugs his dad but then Shane while they're trying to leave Shane attacks Miz from behind and just like starts beating him up and then he starts like he like starts choking the Miz's dad and like shoves him down and that starts attacking the Miz more and choking out the Miz. Yeah. And it's like, okay. That was weird and uncalled for. Well, he was a McMahon. Yeah, but he was well, I thought he was the good one. Uh, Apparently not. None of them are the good ones. Apparently. Well, we're getting into the phase where it's all of them that are being bad, not yeah. just Vince. Yeah. Because Vince has been, uh, he kind of started, I guess, technically at our Memphis Raw because he took away Braun Strowman's opportunity for the Universal title. Oh, so that's, yeah. that's kind of where it started. Yeah. Reached <laughs> that part of the cycle. Yeah. So it's, just, it's all going to be downhill from here. Yeah. Even though it's supposed to be uphill to WrestleMania, but really it's just <laughs> been downhill. Yeah. And then we get Elias singing about Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> And the poor Miz, he's like, if, what do you say? He's like, if, he said something about his dad. He's like, oh, you're not going to age well if that's your dad or something. <laughs> yeah, it's something like, like that. It's like, whoa, rude. But yeah, that was just 
Elias being Elias. No mm. match, just Elias. No. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. <laughs> but, I don't know, he just pops up through the night. <laughs> yeah. Then we get to the SmackDown Women's Championship, which was not as... It was a little weird. I don't know. It was like, okay match, but like, it was super short because... Yeah. I don't know. It was Asuka versus Mandy Rose, who was accompanied by maybe her best friend, Sonya Deville. <laughs> I don't know. None of that really made any sense, what Sonya Deville was doing, because it was a normal match, normal championship match. Mm. It wasn't a no DQ. It wasn't a no count outs or whatever. It was just mm. normal championship match. But for some reason, Sonya's, like, getting under the ring multiple times, like, looking at first, like, kendo sticks and stuff. Yeah. Which is, like, I don't know why she would do that, because I would just get her Mandy Rose disqualified and lose. Yeah. So, I don't know. Storytelling-wise, that made no sense. No. But, of course, at one point, you know, Sonya does distract Asuka, and then she, like, lifts up the ring apron and actually gets out a kendo stick, but then... Mandy Rose, like, slips on the apron, and, ooh, Asuka kicked her hard. They, like, showed, like, slow-mo replay, Mm -hmm. you know, there was definitely contact there. You could (laughs) see her face getting smushed Mm -hmm. from contact, so it's like, yes, wrestling is real. (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, then Asuka pins for the win, and, of course, Mandy Rose is upset because Sonya cost her the match, which, I mean, yeah, but, I don't know, like I said, it just didn't make sense why she was doing that. Mm-hmm. Distracting Asuka, sure, that makes sense. Yeah. But, like, trying to get out weapons and stuff did not make sense. No. But then, like, one person in the crowd, you could very clearly hear say, <laughs> that's what you get, Mandy! <laughs> it's like, whoa! <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but (laughs) I don't know. So that was a really short, interesting Mm. match. I don't know. I still think nobody's ready for Asuka. No. But they had to have at least one of the singles women's titles be defended at that pay-per-view, I guess. So Yeah. And it wasn't... No, it wasn't at Elimination Chamber, was it? Uh, No, I don't think so. So, yeah. I mean, they kind of had to have it. A title match for SmackDown Women's title. Yeah. At this one. But yeah. I'm just like, nobody's ready for Asuka. <laughs> no. That's just what it is. Everybody's yeah. running to Raw because apparently Ronda's less intimidating than Asuka. Which is true. Which is true. <laughs> uh, but then we get backstage stuff. Like, see Xavier Woods and Biggie. Like, Xavier Woods got, like, ice all taped up on his shoulder and everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, they find Kofi, like, still standing outside McMahon's dressing room. And they're like, what are you doing? It's been over an hour. Why are you still out here? And, of course, then they're like, forget this. And they, like, barge in to his dressing room. And, like, then Vince says, like, I've been waiting for you or something. And Kofi's yeah. like, I've been standing out here knocking on the door for, like, an hour. <laughs> yeah. So... That was weird and didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Xavier and Biggie, they're like, they're defending Kofi and getting mad. And they're like, Kofi deserves this. What are you doing? And Vince is like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to be a triple threat match tonight. Mm-hmm. And and that match is next. So get on out there, Kofi. You got to get on out there. And so everybody's like, yeah. And Kofi gets out there. And he does his little entrance. But then, because like the announcer was announcing like, oh, WWE Championship yeah. match. And then some person from the side like comes up and whisper 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 and even like the refs just like what what 
And they announce that that match will take place later in the evening. And this match is a handicap match between Kofi and the bar. And the bar, both the members of the bar can be in the ring at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so basically it's just a beat down on Kofi. Mm-hmm. Which, why? Just doesn't make sense. No. Kofi tries because Kofi's a good wrestler. <laughs> and power positivity and pancakes. Yeah. But it wasn't enough. Mean Bar, mean Seamus, and mean Cesaro being poo poos. <laughs> and apparently Vince McMahon's thugs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But then, oh yeah, but yeah, Vince also said that Biggie and Xavier were like banned from ringside. Mm-hmm. But then they came out, obviously, because this is ridiculous. It's a, it's a beatdown. It's yeah. absurd. But then Shinsuke and Rusev come up from behind and beat them up in the entryway. And so all the New Day's getting beat up. And it was just, ugh. Like, that went on too long. Yeah. For a, for a beatdown, it went on too long. Yeah, way too long. But of course, ugh, the bar wins. Boo. Oh, yeah. So I like them, but they've just been meanies. <laughs> past couple months yes and then there's i don't know this part the feed kind of messed up so i think there's more elias in an attempt to interview shane yeah and he just like kind of blew them off yeah but then the next actual match scheduled match (laughs) was for the raw tag team titles which was a triple threat match between Mm -hmm. the revival and alistair black and ricochet and Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Ooh. Ooh. Which they've been kind of... They've been a little bad recently. <laughs> beating up on Ricochet and Alistair Black. And the Revival. I mean, they can beat up on the Revival. That's fine, <laughs> but... Don't beat up Ricochet. I like Ricochet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like... Alistair Black's really good, too, but... Yeah. He's not all smiley and positive like Ricochet. <laughs> yeah. Then, of course, Alistair Black and Ricochet and Bobby Roode and Chad Gable kind of team up against the Revival at the beginning of the match and get them out of the ring. So then it starts with, actually starts with Ricochet and Chad Gable. But that was kind of a rough match. Actually, I feel like a lot of the matches that night were, like, kind of rough. In the sense that, you know, a few miscues, I think. Mm -hmm. Because, like, some of the moves just didn't land right. Which, I mean, it's going to happen. You're in the yeah. middle of it, and not everything's going to go perfect. Yeah. So, but, like, I don't know. This one just felt a little extra rough. Yeah. But there's bodies flying everywhere. Like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. It was a good match, though. Yeah. It was a really good match. And of course, at one point, Bobby Roode, he shoves Chad out of the way to get him out, out of the way of Aleister Black. I think it was a, was it a Black Mask, or was it just... Or was he just going... I can't remember... I don't remember. Anyway, anyways, he sacrifices himself to save Chad, mm-hmm. which is the important part. <laughs> oh, but then at one point, Ricochet was like flying out of the ring, and Chad Gable like tags himself in as like Ricochet's flying out, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't know, that was just like smart move and crazy. And just like, oh, <laughs> again, bodies flying everywhere. <laughs> Ugh, but then the revival, they pinned Chad for the win, so. Revival retained. Mm. Ugh, but Alistair Black and Ricochet got the last laugh because then they kind of beat everybody up after after the match was over. Oh, but like a funny part was 
like they showed like the revival on the floor <laughs> and I think I think it was like Dash Wilder was like on the ground and Scott Dawson was like standing above <laughs> him. Cradling him in his arms. Yeah, cradling and like pet, patting, patting him on the head, head. <laughs> while like Dash was like cradling his title and <laughs> it was just funny. So I don't know. They're they're good heels. Yeah. So but yeah, that was like a crazy that was a crazy good match. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the impromptu match of, for the United States Championship, Fatal Four Away, which the past three United <laughs> States Championship matches have been Fatal Four Ways. Apparently that's just how we do it now. <laughs> fatal Four Ways. Apparently. For that belt. But once again it was R Truth versus Andrade versus Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. But that was a pretty good match. That was a good match, too. Yeah. Those matches have been good. Some of the highlights were, like, Samoa Joe did, like, a suicide dive into, like, all of <laughs> yeah. them and the desk. It's oh like, gosh. oh, my gosh. I don't think I've ever seen him do a suicide dive. No. That was kind of scary. Because yeah. he, he was, like, going, like, pretty full force on those tables. And I was no. like, oh, my gosh. Please. I don't like you, but don't hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. Don't die. Don't die, please. Oh, and then Ray did a double Hurricane Rana to R-Truth and Andrade from the top rope. That was really cool. I don't know. It was just, it was a good match. Mm-hmm. We were seeing new stuff from pretty much all of them, so that was cool. Yeah. And of course, Zelina Vega and Carmella are both out there, you know, ringside. And again, Zelina attacks R-Truth because I think she did previously and one mm-hmm. other yeah, one of the other four-way matches. But then Carmella ain't having that, and so then she t- attacks Zelina. And, of course, then Andrade and R-Truth have to pull them apart. Mm-hmm. And so that was, like, a distraction for them. And R-Truth pays homage to his hero, John Cena, <laughs> doing a five-knuckle shuffle. And his he... hero who he's six years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can idolize anybody <laughs> doesn't matter how old they are <laughs> and when it's john cena can you blame him he's 16 time world champion but i think he tries to do an attitude adjustment but he doesn't get it in no and oh poor ray mysterio samojo ends up putting ray to sleep and so samojo wins and retains mm-hmm. boo <laughs> I liked our truth being U.S. champion. Yeah. He even had a cute little vest, little <laughs> star-spangled vest to match his belt. Anyways, despite the outcome, it was a good match to watch. Yeah. And then we get to the Women's Tag Team Championship, which, so glad this is a thing that we can talk about <laughs> now, finally. Yeah. And it's... Bailey and Sasha's the Boss and Hug Connection's first title defense versus <laughs> Tamina and Naya. I want to say they're calling themselves like Samoan Slaughterhouse or something, <laughs> which is like, that's really intense. Okay. Maybe tone it down a little. <laughs> I mean, I know that it's alliteration, but there's got to be something, some S word better than Slaughterhouse. Yeah. I mean, I know they're supposed to be tough girls but a slaughterhouse like woof <laughs> sounds like something out of a horror movie yeah but Betty and Sasha's gear was kind of a little I don't know they keep having different ring gear every time now 
Mm-hmm. It was like, well, I should say different color schemes, not different gear, just different color schemes. Yeah. It was like black and purple and orange and yellow kind of colors, mm-hmm. which I'm not, I don't know, I'm not too crazy about that color scheme. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where they came up with that, but yeah, it's all right. And Tamina's out. Uh, well, I guess her jacket was a little different this time than it has been. Not like super different, just a little different. Mm-hmm. Bailey and Tamina start. Oh, at one point, Naya uses Sasha to hit Bailey. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then Bailey at one point dives into everybody. <laughs> and then the biggest surprise, I think, for me, anyways, was like Bailey flipped Naya and then pinned her oh, yeah. for the win. What? I've never seen Bailey do that before. Because, <laughs> like, she got an elbow drop, which is normally her. Uh, Kind of her finisher was like an elbow drop mm-hmm. from like the top rope usually, but like she did that and that didn't do it, and so I was like, oh, oh gosh, what's gonna happen? Like she did her like finisher, now what? <laughs> but then like she like flipped Naya and pinned her. I was like, what? <laughs> but of course, uh, Naya and Tamina were not happy with that outcome, obviously. Yeah, of course not. And of course, then they start beating up Sasha and Bailey. And they even throw Sasha over the announce table into, like, Corey and Michael, Cole, and Renee. And then, like, Beth Phoenix is out there as a special guest commentator. Mm -hmm. And so, like, Sasha's, like, laid out behind the table. And then Tamina starts getting in Beth Phoenix's face. (laughs) That's like, okay. Apparently, Mm -hmm. I guess they got history or something. I don't know. They got beef. They They got mad beef. Because then Beth, like, shoves Tamina, and then they start getting into it. And, like, you can see, like, Naya, like, in the behind them, kind of like, uh, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, before the shoving starts. Mm-hmm. And then like, they start shoving. And then, of course, Naya gets on it, too, and starts, and they both start beating up Beth Phoenix, mm-hmm. like, a commentator. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Commentator. Not part of the match. No. But then Natalia comes out and tries to help out Beth, but then she gets beat up, too. Mm-hmm. I guess because they said, like, her and Beth Phoenix were friends, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Again, this was before I started watching, so. Yeah. So, Beth, Natalia, Sasha, and Bailey are all beat up, and Naya and Tamina leave. So, even though Bailey and Sasha won, they got beat up. Mm-hmm. But that match wasn't too long, either. No. Now that I think about it. But it was, I mean, it was still a good match. Again, the way Bailey won, I was like, what? <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see where they go with the Beth Phoenix stuff. Yeah. Because she hasn't, does she wrestle at Evolution in that Battle Royal? I don't remember. She wasn't in the Royal Rumble this year. Mm-hmm. Was she in it last year? I think she might have been in it last year. Because it was the first Women's think, Royal Rumble, yeah, so. I think so, yeah. So. I mean, she obviously still, you know, works out and keeps in shape. So, yeah. I mean, like, just looking at her arms, I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. she still works out. <laughs> so, it'd be interesting to see if they, like, actually, like, legit let her wrestle. Mm-hmm. Probably WrestleMania, I would assume. Yeah. It's coming up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Yeah. And then we get to the dumb WWE championship match that does not include Kofi Kingston. So what's even the point? There's no point. Kofi Mania. Kofi Mania. Run wild. Woo. (laughs) But it was a triple threat, so Vince didn't lie about that. 
It was Kevin Owens versus the new Daniel Bryan versus surprise of the night, Mustafa Ali. Oh, yeah. Because we didn't know. Nobody knew. But I mean, I'm sure this was just to make up for him not being able to be in the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, probably. Which is like fine. Like any other time, I'd be like, yeah. Because like (laughs) he's fun to watch and nice. Mm -hmm. He's a nice guy, but... It's like, but Kofi, you got us <laughs> yeah. wanting Kofi, and now you're taking him away. Yeah. And of course, the crowd was, the crowd there was pretty much the same way. Yep. They were just like, Kofi, Kofi. <laughs> I mean, obviously more excited than that, than, right. but really their hearts were like, Kofi, <laughs> we want Kofi. Kofi, please. It was just like, I don't, I don't know how you perform in front of that kind of crowd when like nobody wants to be- watch you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they're right. not wanting to watch you they're wanting to watch somebody else i don't know how you perform Oof, it's, it had to be rough because i don't know because like you could tell they were trying like it was good wrestling like yeah but you could be wrestling the match of your life but if the crowd doesn't want to see it it's like <laughs> yeah. how do you get through that because it was good wrestling but mm. it's just like um, the mood, the tone, it's like, it was hard. It was hard to watch just because, I don't know. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was good wrestling, but it's just not what, I mean, eventually the crowd started, did start cheering for Kevin Owens at one point, I think, and yeah. a little bit for Mustafa Ali, mm. but it took several minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was a while. It was a while. The crowd kind of gave in yeah they're just like well okay it's not happening i guess we'll just watch it <laughs> yeah we gotta accept it i guess but of course you know kevin owens and mustafa ali like join forces at the beginning and like you know throw daniel bryan out of the ring and of course he was joined by rowan obviously yeah and of course they go after him to keep him from interfering or mm-hmm. Try to keep him from interfering, at <laughs> right. least. And at one point, I can't remember who got Daniel Bryan out of the ring, but he got out of the ring, or got knocked out of the ring, I should say. But then, like, Rowan, like, picks him up and, like, carries him and puts him back in the <laughs> ring. And I thought that was funny. Cool, this is, like, little Daniel Bryan and big old <laughs> Rowan. Oh, but then he sends Kevin Owens in the timekeeper area. And then Daniel Bryan double knees Mustafa Ali in midair. And so Daniel Bryan pins Ollie for the win. Boo. Boo. But of course. But then after the match is over, Rowan like face palms Ollie like into the mat. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, he's tiny. He already got beat. What are you doing? <laughs> Leave him alone. He's finally back to where he can be wrestling again. He's finally been medically cleared. What are you doing? So, I mean, it was, again, it was a good it was a good match. It's just... Not what anybody wanted. Not what anybody wanted to watch. In any other situation in time, yes. Good. Yeah. Great. But... Not this time. Not this time, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, I don't know how... You, I guess that's why they're professionals. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the crowd doesn't want to see it or is, isn't behind anyone in the ring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just keep going. And then we get to, I mean, what should have been normally a good match, but now kind of a dumb match. Charlotte versus Becky. Oh, yeah. 
because Becky's still injured and it's just been it's just been a whole thing it's been a whole thing because <laughs> at first it was supposed to be charlotte versus becky for the raw women's title because we thought ronda rousey i guess when you say relinquished her title yeah well abandoned it i don't know kind of yeah i don't know <laughs> It was not clear because she just left it in the ring. <laughs> yeah. So we assumed that she just left it. So Stephanie's like, well, we're dropping all charges against Becky. And we're getting rid of her suspension. And it's going to be Charlotte versus Becky for the Raw Women's title at Fastlane. Which doesn't make any sense because there are several <laughs> women on Raw that could have wrestled for the Raw Women's title. Yeah. But anyways... <laughs> But then Rhonda came back and she's like, that's not what I wanted. That's not what I meant. When, when, when. <laughs> I didn't give up my title. And then they were like, fine. Well, whoever won, if Becky wins this match, she gets to be in WrestleMania. Even though she's supposed to be anyways because she <laughs> won the Royal Rumble, Rumble that she inserted herself into. Right. <laughs> but... Vince changed it to Charlotte instead of Becky. And again, like I said, it's been a whole dumb thing. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, it's all dumb and slightly complicated. And <laughs> and we already kind of knew who was going to win. Well, I knew who was going to win because Ronda Rousey let slip in one of her <laughs> horrible rants. Promo rants. Promo rants. Saying, uh, I can't remember which one it was because they all start sounding the same. Um, <laughs> I think it was before she gave up the title and she's fussing at Stephanie about, you know, her WrestleMania match or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, what about me and Charlotte and Becky? And it's like, I'm sorry, what? What about you and Charlotte and Becky, Rhonda? <laughs> it's first, it was just supposed to be you and Becky. And then it was just supposed to be you and Charlotte. So what about you and Charlotte and Becky, <laughs> Rhonda? It's only supposed to be a two-person match. So it's like, well, she let slip. It's going to be a triple threat at WrestleMania. Yeah. So kind of knew that something was going to happen to make Becky win. <laughs> and I was like, they're just going to have... Because apparently Ronda's just full heel now, which took them long enough. Oh, right. And I was like, she's just going to show up and attack Becky so that Charlotte Charlie's gets disqualified. Yeah. So that Becky wins and goes to WrestleMania. So it's a triple threat because she spilled the beans. Yeah. I don't know how many people caught that, but I certainly did. Because yeah. I was like, wait, I was like, what are you talking about? It's only supposed to be two-person match. So I was like, well, it's going to be a triple threat, obviously, at WrestleMania. Which, surprise, surprise, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. But to, I guess, actually talk about the match, or lack thereof. Charlotte was wearing burgundy gear and her black robe. And Becky was wearing... I don't like what Becky's wearing now. She was just <laughs> in a shirt. And short black shorts with yellow stripes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just super generic wrestler gear. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it. I want steampunk Becky back. <laughs> yeah. But of course, you know, Charlotte being Charlotte, you know, she just mocks Becky the whole time mm-hmm. because Becky still got her knee brace on and kind of limping, not really limping. Cause <laughs> it's like, are you hurt? Probably not. But. At one point, Charlotte gets to the top rope and Becky shoves her off and manages to get Charlotte into disarm her. And so that's a little scary for Charlotte for a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
But then Charlotte's able to get Becky into, well, she's trying to get her into a figure eight. But of course, that's when Rhonda runs out and attacks Becky. And mm-hmm. so Charlotte's disqualified. So Becky wins and Becky's going to WrestleMania. So surprise, surprise, they have a triple threat. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Becky wins by disqualification. Mm-hmm. So apparently they just need to not tell Rhonda stuff super <laughs> far in advance. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't let it slip in her promos apparently yeah so i don't know but yeah Rhonda, they finally just put her in pants thank goodness so she quit tugging on her clothes all the time <laughs> and i don't know it just looks better anyways but yeah she's full-fledged heel now mm-hmm. which fine i'm okay with that didn't like her anyways <laughs> yeah well i didn't like her because it was just confusing because one minute she's like all goody goody sweet and then the next she's like I'm gonna murder your family. I'm gonna break your arm off and feed it to you and <laughs> No, break your arm off and feed it to your family. Yeah. And then <laughs> next she's like handing gloves out to children, so it's like, yeah. could you please just make up your mind? <laughs> right. And so they finally did, so Yeah. About time. Then after that match was over, they announced that Finn Balor will be defending his Intercontinental title <laughs> against Bobby Lashley on Monday Night Raw. So we'll get to that later. And then we get Elias once again for some <laughs> reason. This time mocking Becky and Ohio in general. <laughs> but then he gets interrupted by Lacey Evans because again that's just what Lacey Evans does she interrupts but this time she had a new banner graphics and stuff because mm-hmm. it had been like kind of I guess like army themed green and stuff yeah. and this time but now it's like with like it was like blue with like hat like big I guess quote unquote southern lady hats mm-hmm. and stuff which makes more sense with her thing yeah that she's got going on with her classy southern bell lady (laughs) but really rude southern (laughs) lady but anyways so yeah just Lacey Evans being a distraction for surprise surprise Randy Orton who comes out of nowhere and RKO's Elias (laughs) which like literally out of nowhere because they're not even on the same show so (laughs) I was like I don't I mean I get why you would want to RKO Elias (laughs) I understand that but then, even a bigger surprise and even more out of nowhere <laughs> is AJ Styles' phenomenal forearm to Randy Orton. <laughs> yes! He told us. He told us. <laughs> he said, I'll deal with Randy Orton when it's time. And it was time, apparently. <laughs> and then, to the super main event of the night, <laughs> yeah. The Shield versus Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. Supposedly the Shield's farewell match. Supposedly. But, I mean, it's not even WrestleMania yet. Come on. Right. We'll see. But this was Roman's first match back. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's her sexual match. Yeah, because other stuff's been, like, attacks and saving Dean and stuff, right? Yeah. So it was definitely good to see... Roman Reigns back in action. Yeah. Of course, they all attack each other in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be a tag team match, especially with the Shield involved, without some brawling. 
This was a really good match, so. Mm-hmm. But we start, like, officially start with Seth and Bobby Lashley. And I think at one point, Dean tags in. And I guess he's, like, getting beat up a little bit. And, like, Corey's talking about how he, like, can't keep up or whatever. <laughs> but then, like, Dean goes off the top rope and elbow drops into Drew McIntyre. <laughs> and then Renee's like, now what, Graves? <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. But I guess Dean and Seth have gotten over their differences because they double suicide dive into Drew and Bobby at one point. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, they just, like, start going everywhere at a certain point. Because, like, Dean, he, like, runs across all the tops of the tables and, like, dives into the timekeeper's area. And, like, of course, then they go into the WWE universe. (laughs) And was it, like, Seth and Dean and Bobby Lashley and Drew Mac... Is it Drew McIntyre? Yeah. Yeah, they, like, all go out to, like, where what? Oh, to the, like commentary area for like the kickoff show because like that's still all set up and they're like jumping off that table and beating each (laughs) other up over there and jumping off stuff at one point i was scared because they had like those little cue post things Mm -hmm. and like i was and like because seth i think it was yeah seth jumped like onto everybody or all the ones over there yeah and I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to, like, impale themselves on that thing? One of those? <laughs> like, please be careful. And, of course, like, Rome, I think Roman and Barry Corbin are, like, still in the ring. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how do you even keep up with all that's going on? There's people <laughs> everywhere. Bodies flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Literally flying. <laughs> and then I guess they all eventually get back to the center of the arena, eventually. <laughs> And they triple powerbomb Drew through the table. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Bobby, Bobby Lashley's laid out somewhere. I can't remember. I think they like, I guess they like, do they like just like ram them into a table or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, then they get around Corbin. They triple powerbomb him and Roman pins him for the win. Yeah. So that was a good match. Mm-hmm. That was a good comeback for Roman Reigns. Yeah. And I guess technically a farewell for the shield, which yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not buying that. Not yet. No. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. I don't know. It was a interesting pay per view overall. I don't Mhm. It's like stuff I liked and other stuff I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just more build up for WrestleMania. Yeah. But I don't know, some of it I liked but it just didn't make I don't know, does that make sense? No. Obviously, Shane attacking The Miz was a surprise. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know if I like it, because I don't know. It was going to happen eventually. Oh, yeah. But Something like that. Oh, no, it's just weird, because a couple months ago, I was mad at The Miz for using brass knuckles against Daniel Bryan, <laughs> and now I feel sorry for him. <laughs> Like, what is happening? (laughs) I don't even know anymore. I don't even know how to feel anymore. (laughs) And then, I don't know, and then the SmackDown women's title match was just, like, kind of a letdown. Because nobody's ready for Asuka. No. Yeah, they need to find better opponents for Asuka. (laughs) And there are, so I don't know why they don't... Well, the best Mm -hmm. ones, they're, like, messing around with Ronda, so I don't even know. Yeah. 
But Naomi's still there. But I guess Naomi and Oscar are technically friends. I guess they're still keeping that up. So I guess so. I don't know. Uh, some stuff I'm like, oh, this is so good, and the other stuff I'm just like, what are we even doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, that's wrestling. I guess so. Um, I don't know what WrestleMania is gonna look like. No, not really. I mean, we know some matches, but most of them aren't even really. I don't know, cause they're not even title. We only know one title match. Yeah. And that's for like the triple threat for the Raw Women's title. Mm. All the other ones they've announced so far. Well, we'll get into that, but. Yeah. Well, you know, Seth Rollins and. Oh, yeah, that's true. Brock Lesnar. Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. Well, I forget that even ha- exists because one of them never shows up to work. <laughs> well. So I forget that one's even a thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's in. It was an okay pay-per-view. It wasn't my favorite. Yeah. I've liked better ones. Mm-hmm. But enough about how we felt about the pay-per-view. It's time to find out how you felt. Because it's time to smack down your vote. As always, thank you, John Cena. <laughs> so like the past few pay-per-views, we posted some polls on our Twitter page to see how others felt about the pay-per-view and matches. And this time, I had to split it up into three polls because there were technically ten matches this time, which I was like, oh, I feel like it's a lot for a normal Mm -hmm. pay-per-view, especially right before WrestleMania. Yeah. But the first poll was between the options of The New Day versus Rusev and Shinsuke, or The Usos versus Shane and Miz, Asuka versus Mandy Rose, or Kofi versus The Bar. And there's actually a tie on that poll between Usos versus Shane and Miz and Asuka versus Mandy Rose. Mm. Both of those got 36%. And Kofi versus The Bar came at 19%. And New Day versus Rusev and Shinsuke came in at 9%. So that's interesting that the Usos and Shannon Miz tied with Asuka and Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. And then the second poll was Rock Tag Team Championship, U.S. Championship, and Women's Tag Team Titles. And out of those three, the U.S. Championship match won at 50%. And then, of course, the last two were split between 25% and 25%. Mm-hmm. And then the final poll was... WWE Championship match or Charlotte versus Becky Lynch or Shield versus Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. And that one, the Shield versus Baron Corbin, Bobby, and Drew won at 61%, mm-hmm. with Charlotte versus Becky coming in at 22%, and WWE Championship match coming in at 17%. <laughs> so apparently, overall, people liked the Shield versus Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. United States Fatal 4-Way Championship match and SmackDown Tag Team Championship match and the SmackDown Women's Championship match the most, mm. apparently. So, it's pretty interesting. Like, I get the Shield match. Like, yeah. that was, I mean, it was the main event, but it was a good main event. So, mm-hmm. I, I get that one. And United States Championship match, that was a good one, too. Mm-hmm. And Asuka versus Mandy Rose, I'm a little surprised, tied yeah. with the Usos and Shannon Miz, but maybe it's because people don't like Mandy Rose, and so they're okay that Mandy Rose lost and kind of got 
made a fool of a little bit, maybe. <laughs> I guess so. Like that one person, yo, that's what you get, Mandy. <laughs> so, yeah. It's always interesting to see what, how other people feel about pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, no two wrestling fans have the same opinion right. about matches. Everybody's got their favorites. So, yeah, it's it's always, I don't know. I, I'm glad we do this now. I like seeing what other people think. Mm-hmm. Me too. So please continue to vote. We appreciate it. Yes, very much. So moving on from Fastlane, we move on to Monday Night Raw, which was not my favorite Raw. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, there were parts that were okay, parts that were not okay. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not going to spend too much time talking about it. Nope. But... I guess to start off, the shield kind of gave a farewell address thing. I don't know. It wasn't much of a. F- <laughs> if that was their farewell address, it was kind of a not good one. <laughs> no. I don't know. It seems weird for them to be saying farewell when Dean still has like a couple weeks left. So <laughs> right. I don't know. But then I don't know. Dean doesn't do any talking, even though he's the one leaving. He didn't do any talking. Right. It was, it was just Roman, really. Mm-hmm. And then Roman and Dean leave, and Seth stays and does a individual promo <laughs> for his match against Brock Lesnar. And of course, surprise, surprise, Paul Heyman comes out and does Paul Heyman things. <laughs> but then, actual surprise. Shelton Benjamin attacks Seth Rollins, <laughs> which haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> no. And he's normally on, or he's been on SmackDown, right? I think. I think that's what they said. Maybe. I don't know. But anyways, apparently Paul Heyman paid him to attack Seth Rollins. <laughs> At least that's what they made it sound like. Yeah. So. At least he's getting to do something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's good, so I don't know if he's just busy doing other things and just comes in when he can, or if, I don't know, or if he's just one of those people that they underutilize. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how all of that actually works. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know how their contracts work. No. Because I'm sure they're all very different from each other's, like yeah. most athletes, probably. Or... Well, it's like how, because Marvel and DC, when they, like, exclusively sign an artist or something, it's usually so no one else can use them. Like, they might not actually end up using them that much. Mm. Like, if they see someone's got some skill, they'll be like, oh, well, we can't, we don't want somebody else getting their talent, so we'll just scoop them up and... Maybe. So maybe WWE stuff like that and that's why we see all these people come in but never really do anything yeah i'm sure for some that may be part of it but i feel like other people like they have more open contracts because for a while like jericho was even though he was wrestling in japan he was still listed as like a current wwe wrestler and he would pop up every now and then for a little bit but now it's nope he's a former WWE <laughs> wrestler and is currently signed to another promotion. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to the actual wrestling. It turns into a match between Seth Rollins and Shelton Benjamin. And it was a good match. Mm-hmm. It was actually a pretty long match, too, to yeah. start off Raw. But 
of course, Seth Rollins ends up winning. Yeah. And, of course, the whole time, like, Paul Heyman's on commentary at the desk. <laughs> and at one point, he, I think he implies that Brock Lesnar called him. <laughs> which, like, why is Brock Lesnar even watching Raw? I mean, really? No, of course he's not. But apparently he's not happy without his promo was cut like the video they showed and like i don't know so he's coming to raw the next at week in chicago because he's not happy or whatever it's like oh something finally got him to come to raw so <laughs> that's good well good. like maybe i don't know <laughs> good in that he's doing his job sure <laughs> by showing up I guess I don't know but yeah Seth Rollins wins that match and then we move on to the worst part of that whole night <laughs> Finn Balor defending his intercontinental intercontinental championship against Bobby Lashley which I mean it was an okay match but then surprise surprise <laughs> Leo Rush swoops in to interfere but like distract he, Finn. But he like starts ringing the bell. Yeah. Which I'm sorry, in any other situation <laughs> would just be a disqualification, like, or at least like restart the match. Right. Because you can't be ringing the bell. I mean, come on. Anyway, so then Finn gets distracted and gets beat up and pinned and loses a title that he had for like not even a month. Did he even have it a month? <sighs> no, he did not. So still the longest one he's had. Though, that's so. true. <laughs> in on the main roster, right on the main roster. Because like I think NXT, he had that title for like he had it for like a year, I think. Yeah. And then he moved up to the main roster. Right. But either way, I was not happy <laughs> at all because now I don't even know if Finn's gonna have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. And he's only been to one WrestleMania since he got to WWE. Yeah. So it'd be kind of disappointing if he doesn't get a match this year. Mm-hmm. At least for me, it'll be disappointing. <laughs> right. But... For us, it will be. I don't know. So maybe he'll get a rematch for the Intercontinental title. Maybe he'll go for something else. Universal title, Demon King. I don't know. I was I just wanted the Demon King, <laughs> me and everybody else, but mm-hmm. well, me and every other Finn Balor fan, I, sh- I guess I should say. But yeah. anyway, so that was just a mood killer for that Raw, really. Yeah. And then we get to baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey, yeah. cutting a more weird, incoherent, almost promos. <laughs> almost incoherent. I don't I just I don't know who's writing her but either they don't make sense or she doesn't make sense when she does her spiels I don't know (laughs) because what did she say I'm going to expose the charade or whatever I guess kind of talking about Becky and Charlotte and then just like WWE in general I guess I don't know it's like did did she not know that kayfabe was a thing? 
because she's just kind of just acting like a child that found out that wrestling wasn't like wrestling kayfabe <laughs> was a thing and she's just like super disappointed and upset that it's not the stories aren't real <laughs> yeah. and they're all playing characters and she's just mad about it <laughs> it kind of does seem that way which actually if they did do that that would actually be pretty interesting if they did go with I would actually enjoy that other if ultimately that's how it ended where she's like what I thought it was all real I thought this was real it's all a lie otherwise it's just bad writing yeah <laughs> and then after all that poor Dana Brooke comes out yeah who they haven't really done anything with at all lately but she's pretty much the last female wrestler <laughs> that they have left that hasn't gone up against Ronda lately that isn't injured right? and kind of cuts a promo saying like I'm tired of you disrespecting WWE Universe and the title and and then Dana says I'm tired of working hard and being overlooked every week and so it's after a pay-per-view and you always have an open challenge so I'm accepting your open challenge for the Raw Women's title right now and then Rhonda just like attacks her so it's not even a match no and then she attacks an official and everybody and (laughs) I think later they say she got fined or whatever for it or whatever but somehow Dana gets a title match for the next week but I don't know just I feel sorry for Dana Brooke because Mm -hmm. they're literally just using her because there's nobody left yeah like there's just uh, I just wish they'd come up with storylines for these people instead of just throwing them out there. Right. Because they're people, too. They're characters, too. Mm-hmm. And the reason why nobody recognizes them and remembers them is because they never get used. So yeah. that's on the writers for not utilizing all their people. So, I don't know. I just feel sorry for Dana Brooke. Me, and, too. Yeah. You know, kind of hope they go with our idea for... <laughs> calling everything a charade then after all that hoopla we had a good tag team match between Aleister Black and Ricochet versus Bobby Roode and Chad Gable Mm -hmm. coming off of the Fastlane pay-per-view triple threat raw tag team title match both those tag teams work really well together and they're both really good so it was a really good match Mm mm-hmm but Ricochet and Aleister Black continue their winning streak since coming up to the main roster and beat Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. But then the Revival comes out and like attacks <laughs> them as they're leaving. And so Revival's still on top. Of course. Even though they didn't actually participate in the match. <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't think that was a very, was it a very long match? No, it wasn't. No. But I mean, it was... It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those guys are good, so, yeah. Yeah. It was good. And then we had a special moment of bliss <laughs> with Alexa Bliss. First time it wasn't interrupted, I think. Yeah. Well, because she had a very important announcement. <laughs> yes, she had a hot scoop. <laughs> she was announcing the host of WrestleMania 35, and it was a huge star, bigger than all the previous hosts, (laughs) 
And it's drumroll, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> surprise, surprise. She was so unprepared. <laughs> right. Which I don't even know what the host of WrestleMania does. Do they do anything? No, they come out at the beginning and kind of like, yeah, we're your host. Or, well, the new day. And the new day, did, you know, it's like, oh, we're your host for the whatever. I think it was brought, I think it was sponsored by Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, they came out looking like their Final Fantasy looking gear. Oh man, I need to find that. I want to, I want to see that. I guess that was, yeah, that was when it was Orlando, I think, or was it? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. That's before I was watching, so. I'll have to look and see that, because that sounds pretty interesting. But yeah, that was the big news. Hot Scoop, Alexa Bliss hosting WrestleMania. But then we get to Braun Strowman doing what Braun Strowman does best, which is destroying things. (laughs) Apparently, what's her names? Michael Che and Colin Jost are being special correspondents for WrestleMania. (laughs) Yeah. And so, the week prior, they had come to visit Raw, mm-hmm. and, of course, Colin Jost butted heads with Braun Strowman, which was not smart. <laughs> no. But then he sent Braun a car as an apology, <laughs> but then, like, in the tweets later, he's like, oh, that was a rental or something, which, why would you give somebody a rental with a bow on it? <laughs> Like, that's not a gift. (laughs) Like, they probably have people drive them. He doesn't need a rental car. No. And so, Braun just, like, destroys it. Of course. So, good stuff. Good stuff. And then we get to... eh, Not, like, a huge... Actually, it wasn't even a really long match at all. It was was Nia Jax versus Natalia. Mm-hmm. Of course, Nia was accompanied by Tamina, and Natalia was accompanied by Beth Phoenix. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not a long match. No. Ended pretty quickly when Beth Phoenix got in the ring and started beating up people. And <laughs> so technically Nia won because of the yeah. disqualification, but they're all brawn a little bit. But then Nia and Tamina make their way backstage but then Bailey and Sasha start beating them up backstage and (laughs) so that was pretty crazy so we'll see where all that tag team action goes from (laughs) there especially with Beth Phoenix coming back kind of yeah yeah so that'll be exciting yes well maybe (laughs) yeah maybe we'll see hopefully hopefully it should be but we'll see And then we get any time Triple H is given a mic, super long promo stuff. Yeah. But at least Batista was there to keep Triple H from talking the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Have somebody else talk a little bit. But apparently we're going to get Batista versus Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know. I guess Batista's not super good at the promos. Because, like, he's literally just, you know, like, give it to me. I want it. Give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. The whole time. Yeah. Like, that's all he yelled. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Good writing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Batista had attacked Ric Flair to get Triple H's attention. Because apparently, again, this is all before I was watching Batista quit 
WWE. Mm-hmm. Apparently because of Triple H <laughs> being a meanie, I guess. But Batista wants one last match with Triple H <laughs> to beat him up, and then he's done. So, <laughs> yeah. so we'll get to see that at WrestleMania. And then Kurt Angle announces his retirement. Boo. Aww. Even though I guess he's technically retired once before. <laughs> So he was already inducted into the Hall of Fame. True, <laughs> he's already a Hall of Famer. He had been retired. That's true. But he he announces that his final match will be at WrestleMania, Ooh. and but I guess that this Monday Night Raw was a little extra emotional for him because they were in Pittsburgh, and I, apparently that's Kurt Angle's hometown. Mm. So it was his feral match in his hometown, which was against Apollo Crews, which was like, no, I like Apollo. <laughs> but it was a good match, but mm. Kurt Angle won. He beat Apollo, yeah. which if anyone's going to beat Apollo Crews, it can be Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. It's okay if it's Kurt Angle. But that was a good match, and the hometown was behind him, so it was good. Mm-hmm. And then we were supposed to have a match. I think it was between Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin. I think that's who he was supposed to wrestle, and it was supposed mm-hmm. to be Roman Reigns' first singles match since he returned. Mm-hmm. But Roman comes out, and Drew McIntyre attacks him out of nowhere <laughs> and beats him up to where he can't really wrestle because, uh, I guess, a possible head injury because he gets, like, what, Claymore kicked and, like, thrown into the post and, yeah, a lot of head injury stuff going on. Yeah. So they take Roman backstage to get checked out and cleared of course like seth and dean are super mad (laughs) and dean's like really mad because he's kind of been having a thing with drew mcintyre the past couple weeks anyways Mm -hmm. and then like triple h comes up in the most convenient time and (laughs) dean's like i want a match with drew mcintyre tonight no dqs false count anywhere and triple h is like you got it (laughs) and so that was a Main event was Dean Ambrose versus Drew McIntyre, and they went everywhere. <laughs> they went up in the crowd, and apparently during the commercial break, they went to a concession stand. <laughs> so we didn't get to see all that. And then they came back down, <laughs> got on the what, stage. Who, somebody was thrown into a WWE merchandise table. Oh, yeah. Very obviously not their actual merchandise. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, yeah. Bodies flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. And... Well, two bodies were falling everywhere. Yeah. But, and at the end, Drew, like, tangles Dean up into the, some railing on some <laughs> steps, and then, like, Claymore kicks him in the railing, and then pins him for, for the win. But then, like, Dean gets back up, though, doesn't he, after that? Yeah. And then, like, Drew, like, beats him up some more. <laughs> yeah. And then, as the end of Raw, so boo to that yeah poor Dean Ambrose just mm-hmm. cause he's leaving doesn't mean they beat him up right he's gotta leave on top yeah well I want him to leave on top right, anyways yeah. <laughs> right so Drew McIntyre like ends raw cocky cause he's like gotten rid of two out of the three shield members <laughs> cause he's like I've destroyed the shield once and I'm gonna finish him off for good it's like, oh my gosh, what ifs? 
So yeah, like I said, not my favorite Raw. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. And then moving on to SmackDown Live, we get to what was the one McMahon I liked. (laughs) Shane McMahon coming out with his, I guess only his now, best in the world trophy. Yeah, no more co-besties. No more (laughs) co-besties. Apparently the Miz is at home recovering after the heinous attack at Fastlane. And Shane's just being a rich boy crybaby. <laughs> when people ride my trying to get close to me so they can further their careers. When <laughs> my life's so hard, my daddy being a millionaire and the boss. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's like, please. It's like, you're the one that said it was your dream to be a tag team champion right so Miz didn't make you say that you said that but apparently he's not done beating up the Miz apparently he's gonna continue the best beating in the world at (laughs) Wrestlemania yeah which is like okay sure we'll see we'll see Shane but anyways so Again, I can't believe I'm feeling sorry for The Miz, but... (laughs) (laughs) But here we are. Here we are. (laughs) We have the new Daniel Bryan, and (laughs) feeling sorry for The Miz. What a world we live in. (laughs) What is the world coming to? (sighs) Nothing good, apparently. (laughs) But then, after that, we get a crazy four-team tag team match with the Hardy Boys, which are newly reunited. Yeah. So... Because Matt Hardy's been away for a while, so that's fun to see them together again. Mm-hmm. And then Aleister Black and Ricochet, The Bar, and then Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, mm-hmm. which I still don't know why they're making <laughs> yeah. them a tag team, but why not? Sure. Sure. Everybody else on SmackDown's in the tag team. So. Oh, wait. No, it was two tag teams versus two tag teams. That's right. Yeah. It's an eight-man eight man tag team. Eight-man tag team match. Sorry. I get confused with all the people sometimes. <laughs> but it was a good, exciting match. It was going good. And then the New Day. Is, towards the end, New Day rushes in. And. Because they're pissed. They are not happy. <laughs> no pancakes this week. No. Which is disappointing because yeah. you could tell people were a little disappointed. Well, I would have been disappointed coming <laughs> right. to SmackDown Live and not having a pancake thrown at me. Well, this is no time for pancakes. Apparently, they're all business now because Kofi's getting poo pooed on. <laughs> Poor Kofi. But anyways, they come in and like attack everybody, mm. not just the bar and Shinsuke and. Rusev. I mean, they focus on them more mm-hmm. after they clear out the Hardy Boys and Ricochet and Aleister Black. Then they super beat up on the bar and Rusev and Shinsuke. But yeah, they get in some good hits. So I don't even. I guess nobody won that match because they all got beat up. So <laughs> yeah, they called it. They rang the bell as soon as they ran out there. So. Yeah. <laughs> but then after that, they did a promo, a really short promo with the Usos. Yeah. Just pretty much saying like. They're running the tag team division now. Yeah. I think they did kind of mention Anderson and Gallows a little bit. Kind of, yeah. So maybe they'll get to wrestle them, (laughs) I hope. Maybe we'll see them again. I know. It's been a month or two again, so come back, good brothers. (laughs) Yeah. 
need our good brothers. But yeah, again, that was a super short promo. Yeah. And then we get Randy Orton coming out and doing a pretty long promo for Randy Orton. Yeah. <laughs> Just him for a while, smack talking AJ. AJ. Yeah. Basically saying, uh, how's the AJ Styles built? I've been here way longer than you have. This is the house I built and rents due. <laughs> and then AJ comes out and gives it right back to Randy Orton. He's like, I ain't ashamed to come from the Indies. He's like, guess what? Half the people backstage are from the Indies. You're surrounded. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as recent promos go, that was actually pretty solid promo between two wrestlers yeah yeah like i said before orton's like the rent's due and you can make it out to rko (laughs) and he starts walking off and then aj's like you know what you can come and get it at wrestlemania and so apparently they're having a match at wrestlemania against each other which this has all been pretty quick <laughs> feud, maybe the past couple weeks. Yeah. So, not but, a huge development, but I mean, yeah. that was a solid promo. So, and who doesn't want to see Randy Orton versus AJ Styles? Yeah. That'll be a good match. Yeah. It's actually a WrestleMania match I'm excited to see. Yeah. I don't the ones we know so far, yeah. Pretty much the only one of them. Yeah. Excited to see. And then we get a super short, pretty much the only women's division match that night <laughs> between Asuka and Sonya Deville. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just a match. It wasn't a title match or anything. No. But I guess Sonya's trying to make up for getting Mandy kicked in the face the night well two nights before that mm-hmm. but then I don't know it was a kind of a weird thing where then Mandy kind of made Sonya trip or whatever yeah I don't know but like I don't think it came off as well as they probably had rehearsed it yeah I don't think so because again it was like with the ring apron or whatever because Asuka had hit Mandy outside of the ring mm-hmm. and like Mandy was like trying to get up but like she like pulled the ring apron a little bit and I guess it was supposed to be more under Sonya's foot than it was yeah. so like Sonya slipped, tripped, whatever you want to call it and then Asuka obviously takes advantage and gets her in a submission hold and Sonya submits and Asuka wins which I mean of course she would anyways because it's Asuka so anyways more tension between Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose yeah. I guess that's pretty much probably the only point of that match probably Yeah. was just to develop their tension <clears throat> yeah I would say so uh, but yeah, just Asuka being underutilized. Uh, yeah. She's finally champion. <laughs> no, and not, she's not getting used to her. anything to do. No. So that's really lame. Yeah. And of course, more smack talk between Becky and Charlotte building up for WrestleMania match. Becky saying how hard it was to get Ronnie to do what she wanted because she's so dumb or something like that. I don't know. And of course, Charlotte coming out saying, I don't know, just Charlotte stuff, how she's the queen and 
she's the best basically i don't know yeah, yeah. just your standard becky and charlotte <laughs> promo at this point mm-hmm. nothing new or groundbreaking there and then we get a tag team match between Rey Mysterio and R-Truth versus Samoa Joe and Andrade, which just like two nights before, they were all opponents against each other. <laughs> so now they got to team up. But, you know, I don't know, it's been really fun watching all those four wrestle each other. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah, surprisingly, yeah. I mean, they're all good wrestlers. Well, it's yeah. just, I don't know, it's an interesting combination they've yeah. come up with, so... And it's pretty much always been exciting. You think it would get old at this point, but it's been pretty good every time. Yeah. For the past couple of weeks. But yeah, um, it's pretty surprising because Ray was able to like roll up and pin Samoa Joe. <laughs> so it's like, you got like one of the s- smallest wrestlers being able to roll up and pin like one of the <laughs> biggest wrestlers. So that was like pretty crazy. And yeah, Joe was like, not happy about that at all <laughs> of course not. he like started beating everybody up i think didn't he yeah yeah that crazy look in his eye <laughs> it's like okay calm down it wasn't a championship match <laughs> like it was just a tag team match like calm down yeah but yeah that was a good match overall mm-hmm. and we got another tag team match between daniel bryan and rowan against Kevin Owens and Mustafa Ali, which they had a tag team partner up after being opponents at Fastlane also. And that was a good match too. Mm-hmm. I think this was this was coming after Daniel Bryan had spoken to Vince McMahon backstage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And apparently Vince decided to have this match. I don't know. <laughs> No, this makes sense. The explanations they give make no sense. So it's like, why even try to give us explanations? Yeah. Just, just do the matches. We'll <laughs> yeah. watch them. But I think, I think Rowan got the win. I think he pinned Mustafa Ali mm-hmm. for the win for that match. I mean, it was a good match, but that's not really what we all cared about. What we cared about was <laughs> Kofi Mania. Yeah. Because Vincent McMahon comes out, but then the New Day come out, interrupting, because they are tired of getting the runaround, especially poor Kofi. Yeah. And Big E and Xavier are like, Kofi has worked 11 years, he's been here 11 years, he's worked his tail off, he deserves it. And this is like, nobody deserves anything, blah, 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 weird stuff, I don't yeah. know. No one deserves. You gotta earn it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you gotta earn it. Whatever. Well, like, this is eleven years. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> like, not and Kobe's years. not just not good enough. Right. Also, that he also said that, which is like absurd. Yeah. It's like, oh, so he was good enough to be United States champion. Right. Good enough to be Intercontinental champion. Good enough to be was it five or six time tag team champion. Yeah. With the New Day. But he's not good enough to be WWE champion. Like, please. Yeah, please. And Kofi's like, I don't care. I've done it all. I've done everything you've asked me. I travel around the world. I do the promos. I do the interviews. Just tell me, what else in the world do I have to do to get a chance to be WWE champion? Not even to be WWE champion. Just have another championship match. 
And Vince is like, you know what? Fine. You can have the chance at WrestleMania if you beat this man. And then Randy Orton comes out. And then this man. And then Samoa Joe comes out. And then these guys. Cesaro and Sheamus come out. And then Rowan comes out. So he has to... Kofi has to go through another gauntlet match just to get an opportunity to go to WrestleMania and get a WWE Championship match. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? That's the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah. It's like, he's already been through one gauntlet match in, like, the past month. Right. Well, I guess it's been over a month now, but still. Yeah. Still not that long. Not that long. It's like, nobody else has to go through all this mess. No. Except for maybe Finn Balor. Right. And not even to this extent. (laughs) No. Like, this is absurd. And good gracious, the payoff better be worth it for Kofi to have to go through all this stuff. Yeah, it better be. Like, if he goes through all of it and gets there and then still doesn't win, just like, poop. (laughs) Poop, poop, poop. (laughs) It's the most ridiculous, absurd, poopy doop thing ever. (laughs) If Kofi goes through all that, gets to WrestleMania, doesn't win that championship. Yeah. Kofi deserves it. He does. He really does. I want Kofi Mania. The WWE Universe wants Kofi Mania. It really, yeah, it does. It does. So much so that we didn't even want to watch the championship match that was given to us. (laughs) No. We want what we want. And we want Kofi Mania. And we want it now. (laughs) In three weeks. Yeah, now. In three weeks. At WrestleMania. But anyways, other than that, sorry, that just makes me so mad. I'm so upset. Poor Kofi. But he can do it. I believe in him. Yeah, believe in Kofi. The power of positivity and pancakes. He can do it. (laughs) But I guess that sound means I have to stop my rant (laughs) and start talking about our wrestling word of the week, which for this week was stable. Stable, a team of three or more wrestlers, usually heels, who generally share common motives, allies, and adversaries within a storyline or through multiple storylines and are often presented as having the same or very similar gimmicks. Stables sometimes have several members partake in more separate activities, such as Owen Hart and the British Bulldog having their own tag team while also being part of the larger Hart Foundation. Stable. The more you know. The more you know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> but of course, the most notable stable in current WWE history is The Shield. Mm-hmm. Consists of Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. I guess now former stable, I guess. Yeah. They can't make up their minds. No. One minute they're together, one minute they're not. So, yeah, sometimes I, when it's, like, three of them, it's kind of hard to tell how they're not a tag team. Right. Because they mostly do tag team matches. Yeah. So, it's kind of like... But, again, well, that's just more they recent. Don't, yeah. And they don't exclusively do it. Like, the New Day is, like, there's three of them, but they only do tag team stuff. Except now with Kofi doing Yeah. But, anyway. So, it's like, wait a second. So, I guess they've transformed into a stable now. <laughs> yeah. 
been like a super well-known stable outside of the WWE, but also technically in the WWE is Bullet Club. She started in New Japan Pro Wrestling in 2013. Mm. And in case you didn't know, Finn Balor's actual name is not Finn Balor. And when he was in New Japan Pro Wrestling, he wrestled under the name Prince Divot, who was the founder slash first leader of Bullet Club. And he was also there with Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, which I think he went under Doc Gallows there or something. (laughs) And then later, AJ Styles was a member of Bullet Club after... Prince Devitt slash Finn Balor went to NXT slash WWE. Mm-hmm. And I think AJ Styles was a leader at one point, wasn't he? I would assume so. Yeah, so. Once he gets that hair, he's not the, how can he not be the leader? <laughs> Once he gets that beautiful hair, you gotta be a leader. <laughs> right? But, so yeah, that's a kind of stable in WWE unofficial stable in WWE yeah cause they're all technically former members but yeah but the Bullet Club is still alive and with oh yeah it's still very active in New Japan pro wrestling I think also Ring of Honor too probably yeah but that stable is definitely full of heels <laughs> yeah. Like, I've watched some videos, and they would do stuff that you would not... I don't even think you'd be legally able to do in America. That's <laughs> like, what? It's like, oh my god. I mean, they're called Bullet Club. So. That's true. But, like, they would put, like, hoods over people's heads? And <laughs> I don't know. It's like, well, that's a bit much. Yeah. Well, yeah. But if you ever get a chance, I would highly suggest watching videos. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Just, I don't know, just Japanese pro wrestling in general. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's like a whole nother world. Yeah. They take it to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you get a chance, watch some of that. It's, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, this week's Wrestling War of the Week stable. But anyways, thank you so much for listening to On the Road 2. You can find our latest episodes on SoundCloud. You can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts. Please like, share, subscribe, download, comment, review. review. You can also find us on Twitter at OTRT Podcast. So you can follow us there. I tweet out wrestling words of the week every week and with little gifts if I can find a good relevant one and then of course we do our polls after every pay-per-view so please vote on those yes please and then of course you can also email us at on the road to podcast at gmail.com if you have any comments or questions or even suggestions mm-hmm. always appreciate that did I forget anything else no that's it yay <laughs> So, again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the road to... WrestleMania! Woo!